from Bleacher Report Chief NFL Analyst, Mr. Brent Sobletsky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How are you, Brent? Hello, gentlemen. I, I like the introduction. It makes me feel ready to go. <laughs> ready to go for Monday Night Football and what, there's a brand new quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Will he be any good? <laughs> you know, what's really interesting is how they approach this game tonight. And we've seen two completely different approaches with other rookie quarterbacks found in the NFL right now. With the Cleveland Browns, they're throwing absolutely everything at Deshaun Kaiser, and he's flailing in the role as we saw when he was benched yesterday. And then on top of it, you have Deshaun Kaiser, who has nine, or excuse me, Deshaun Watson, who has nine touchdown passes in the last two games, 12 total, which makes him second in the NFL. And one of the reasons he's so successful is because Bill O'Brien is catering the offense to his skill set instead of trying to to make him do everything from the onset. So what it comes down to is how will Dow Loggins, the offensive coordinator for the Bears, approach this, the, the Mitchell Trubisky being the starting quarterback. What I find inter- interesting with him is that he can do more within the offense than what Mike Glennon did. And now that may not be saying much because Mike Glennon was terrible through the first four games. But Trubisky's more athletic. You can get him out on bootleg action, move him in the pocket, and really uh, take advantage of his accuracy. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to utilize him. And if they did to do it the same way they did in the preseason, he should look pretty good in his debut. Uh, New York Giants have not won a game so far. They're zero and five. The Forty Niners are zero and five. Also the Browns, but that's you know they're the Browns. Uh, who is the which one of those zero and five teams though? Do you think has the most potential to end up being, you know, middling to okay? I look at the San Francisco 49ers because they've been close in so many contests this year, and they seem to actually be improving and getting accustomed in the Kyle Shanahan system. The New York Giants are completely falling apart. Not through anything they can control because you have these massive injuries. Odell Beckham now out for the season. Uh, you want to move forward with uh, Eli Manning. And can, he can really take advantage of a wide receiver core that was down to essentially one target uh, the, other, the other night. So they're kind of falling apart due to injury. And with the Browns, they're just the worst team in football. And it's sloppy football. It's not well played, and they're not improving. So when I look at it, at least San Francisco has an opportunity to win a few games down the road or at least improve as we progress throughout the season. Hey, we'll get your Super Bowl picks shortly. I mm. reckon I know what you'll go with, Brent, but we'll just put that one ice, uh, that one on ice, and we'll, and we'll talk about the Packers and the Cowboys from yesterday. And uh, Jerry Jones, though, as well, saying after the game that from now on, any guy that protests, he ain't playing. Any chance a Cowboys player goes to the owner and we see a protest? I don't think they will. If it was me or I'm one of those people that like to do things in spite, if you tell me I can't do something, I want to do it. Exactly. So there, there may, that may occur. I doubt it, though, because this is one of the few teams that has been lock and step with whatever they decided to do with an organization from day one, starting with the original protest where all of them were on a knee, including Jerry Jones, prior to the anthem and then stood for it, locked in arms. Uh, it also, it should be pointed out that the head of the NFL, PA, Morris Smith, came out publicly today denouncing uh, owners essentially telling players they have to stand because – 
the previous week, owner said that they would honor their Second Amendment rights. So there's a little bit of a uh, push and pull here going on between the owners, between the union, and exactly what the players are allowed to do. Overall, though, I still don't think Dallas is going to be one of those teams that really rocks the boat. It was something we saw more, say, with the 49ers with the vice president in attendance, which kind of blew out, was blown completely out of proportion and made it into a much bigger deal than it needed to be. Uh, I was thinking, Brent, as I watched my Cowboys uh, screw up that final play against the Packers. Do you know, I, th- I think your NFL teams need to do a little more just when they're warming up at training and stuff, do some rugby practice. Because you know what I mean? Those laterals at the end, and just to describe it to our New Zealand listeners, so of course once the ball's down, play stops. So time's up on the clock. So they're trying to pass the ball around like they're playing rugby, and it was just horrific skills, and in the end one goes to the ground. Perhaps if they did that, Brent, just as part of it, you know what I mean? 15 minutes a day, you might find out a team, <laughs> team comes up with some incredible sort of lateral plays that no one's thought of before. Well, let me be uh, frank with you, because I know you gentlemen don't realize this, but I've actually played rugby at the collegiate level uh, after playing after playing uh, uh, football as well. And I'll tell you, one of the most difficult things transition-wise for me between the two sports was learning how to pass, as you would in, in a rugby pitch. And it was difficult, really, to train your body how to do that. And it's obviously something that's not taught at the football level. And even with when it comes to trick plays or stuff along those lines, you can see how uncomfortable even players who have the ball in their hands at all times can be. And let me point to the Browns because I watched that game against the Jets at the 1 o'clock hour here in the United States, which was just awful. But there was a simple pitch play that was completely butchered by Deshaun Kaiser. And it just goes to show something that simple isn't taught, and maybe it shouldn't. I think you're absolutely right. Maybe we can catch it on, first of all, with rugby tackling that's becoming popular over here that was started by, well, not started, but brought into the NFL by Pete Carroll. And now maybe the pitch is a little bit, because quite frankly, they need that to a degree, not just because of those end plays, the end of this, the end of the game, but what it comes down to expanding your offense. And if you do a little option, you do a little read, zone read, uh, your, your quick pitches. There's just things that would help you in your overall ball handle. All right, Brent, you've uh, you've managed to get through this far without giving it to us, but we want it uh, after week five. What is your Super Bowl pick? Okay, well, I, I don't have to change this week and for two reasons. One, Kansas City continue to win. They're impressive. We look at Alex Smith, who is right now the MVP of the NFL, or at least in the conversation, the top two or three, really becoming uh, a player more than what people expect of him, more than that quote-unquote game manager. Yes, they had to hold on late against the Titans, but again, this is a team that's now 5-0. and They have a lot of the pieces necessary, and it's really hard to nitpick their roster, even with some of the injuries they've And who will they be playing, Brent? Who will they be playing? Uh, I'm sticking with the Falcons. Falcons. I'm one of those people that if you're on a bye week, I can't blast you for for uh, not playing. So when you have them coming up four or two, a three and one, them versus Kansas City right now. I will stick with that for this week, and we'll see if it changes. Yeah, What's that? Three weeks in a row he stuck with those two teams. teams. It's all about consistency. Seven o'clock.